You are listening to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, episode number 52. Welcome to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, where you will learn brand new and shockingly different tools to lose weight for the last time. And now, here's your host, certified life and weight loss coach, Laura Conley. Hey, Yummy Mummies, it's episode 52, 52 weeks straight. We did this podcast together. Do you guys feel like I'm like your best friend? Because I'll tell you the podcast that I listen to, I feel like they're my best friends. They go everywhere with me. So let's dive into today's episode, alcohol and weight loss. Ooh, this is a juicy one. This is a good one. So before we dive in, the kind of fun fact is that we're in the midst of our podcast party, whether you know it or not. We are there. We are doing it. And I want you to be a guest at this podcast party. So the thing that I want you to do this week is go to tribute.co forward slash yummy dash mummy and upload an audio file. Now it'll take your video. We're not going to use your video and upload how this podcast has helped you. What have you learned? What are you celebrating? What results have you created? Because we're going to do this giant compilation of all the podcast listeners and all the results, all the celebrations. It's going to be so fun. So I am urging you to contribute to that. It'll be so fun. Your heart will probably beat pretty fast. When you get to then hear yourself on this podcast, I really want to encourage you guys to do it, especially if you have gotten something out of this podcast. Help me help more yummy mummies by sharing your story, right? It's so important that we get this message out there so that we can help 1 million moms lose weight for the last time and be free from food forever, okay? So, The link is in the show notes. It's all over my social media. It is there. But if you just want to punch it in right now, it's tribute.co forward slash yummy dash mummy. And you can go there. It'll literally take you one minute. All the instructions are there. It literally couldn't be easier. I did a tribute for my friend's birthday and I was like, oh my God, this seems so hard. I can't do it. I'm not a tech person. You guys, I literally clicked like two buttons and it was so awesome. It was so fun. It was so great to contribute. So you got to do that by the 11th. So if you're listening to this podcast, when it comes out on the 9th, you got to go do it now. Go do it now, 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 because we have to have all that in by the 11th because we want to put this out on the actual year anniversary which is November 16th. That is going to be the most fun way to celebrate. I literally can't wait. I can't wait to hear everything that you guys say. I'm just like already on the edge of my seat. So pretty pleased with the cherry on top. Go record that. If you're uncomfortable doing it, that's normal. It's just not a good reason to not do it. Just like losing weight for the last time, right? If that's what you want. Okay, so let's dive into a Yummy Mummy client comment coming from my client Cosette. She said, before the Yummy Mummy experience, I felt out of control, sad and ashamed of my weight gain. My confidence was plummeting. I saw the rest of my life stretching before me with the quality just bumping down lower and lower every year. I had always envisioned myself aging gracefully and I was resigning myself to the idea that it simply wasn't going to happen. The second half of my life was basically going to be crap. Now, 
After the Yummy Mummy experience, I feel absolutely great physically. I am light and my natural size, and I really look wonderful. I love how I look. More than that, though, I'm so proud of what I have done under your guidance, Laura. It's not an easy thing to do, losing a significant amount of weight, and I know that I have done it and will continue to keep it off. If I have done this thing that I previously had resigned myself to thinking was next to impossible, what else am I capable of? She says, I have also improved my parenting skills, my relationship with my husband, and the way I approach life. I learned that I was hiding my awesome a bit, always operating from a place of wanting people to like me. And I'm just over that now. My daughters don't need a role model who's behaving that way. It is limiting, unhealthy, and no way to live this one precious life. Oh my God, I'm going to cry. Now I fully believe your credo that there is always something to celebrate. No more dismal life you here. There's so much to celebrate. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Laura. Oh, oh my God, I really am gonna cry, but we have an alcohol podcast to talk about. So I gotta get my shit together and we have got to deliver this juicy juice content. Thank you, Cosette, by the way, for sharing that. You did it, girlfriend. I'm so proud of you. You should be so proud of yourself. God, what an amazing feeling that is. So you guys, if you want to be like Cosette and you want to have the results that she's had, make sure that you're on the wait list for the Yummy Mummy Experience January. We're going to open doors in December. So excited. Okay. So you guys know my coach is like, don't always be like so excited. Like she just says this, like you can't operate your life from excitement. And then my friends that also have her as the coach and they're like, yeah, except for you, Laura, like (laughs) you totally are just like excited all the time. It's just like your natural state. I'm like, I know I totally agree. (laughs) Okay. I do want to give you guys a disclaimer before we dive into this content. If you are an alcoholic or an addict that is currently struggling with alcohol, this may not be the show for you, okay? But if you're curious how alcohol plays a role in weight loss, this episode is for you. And if you think, you know, maybe I drink too much or I'm just a little over drinking, I don't want to completely quit, this will totally be helpful. If you do want to quit, this will be helpful too. So can you lose weight and drink? Now you guys remember, I think maybe a week or two ago, I was asking you guys for questions that you might have about weight loss. And I was going to dedicate an episode just to your Q&As. Now I've done this in the past. They're super fun, but I'm going to tell you, I got a lot of questions about alcohol. So I decided to take that and do a whole episode instead of just a little tidbit. So the first question that a lot of you guys have basically it dumbs down to, can you lose weight and drink? right? Don't you have that question? So much advice that's out there is about not drinking at all or like drinking one glass of wine a month. So many diets recommend cutting it completely. Now that's great if that's what you want to do. Like I'm all for it if that's what you want. But for most people, it's too much. It's not sustainable to cut let's say sugar and flour and alcohol, right? We are gonna send ourselves into physiological over-restriction and it's just not gonna work. We're gonna create too much of an over-desire and then we're gonna create overeating and over-drinking, which then creates more over-restriction, more over-desire, more overeating and over-drinking. So if you know me by now, you know I recommend figuring out what works for you. Now your diet brain is gonna hate that I say this. Your diet brain is not going to like, oh, let's just figure out what works for you. (laughs) Your diet brain wants to know, no, Laura, tell me exactly what to do. Tell me exactly how many drinks to have and what nights to have them and I promise I'll follow through on that. No, 
you freaking won't. We all know that you've been on 17 different diets and there's been hard and fast rules and you have followed them. Yeah, for like three weeks or three months, but then eventually you don't. So you have to be the one that creates the rules. I teach you exactly how to create rules. I teach you exactly how to figure out what works for you. I'm going to do a little bit of that on the episode, but inside the Yummy Mummy experience, we go into great depth on exactly how to do it. It's kind of like the scientific method. You create a hypothesis. Hey, if I eat this way, I will lose weight for the last time, right? And then we go out and we test it. We collect data. We go back. We look, huh, is this working? Is what we set out to do happening? Test, retest, test, retest. So we do the same thing with alcohol. We decide, hmm, what kind of rules might I want to have around alcohol so that I can support the life that I want? All of my clients have different protocols. I just want to say that. All of my clients have different ways of eating and drinking so that they can live the life that they want and so that they can weigh what they want to weigh. So you guys, I sidestep for a second, but let's get back to that question. Like, can you lose weight for the last time and drink alcohol? The short answer is 100% yes, in my opinion, from what I've seen inside my practice. Most people can lose weight for the last time and still drink alcohol. Now, can you lose weight for the last time and drink four margaritas that are like packed with sour mix and sugar every single night? No, 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 no. You cannot drink like three Manhattans every night and lose weight. Or like, let's take it back to... (laughs) Carrie Bradshaw days. Cannot drink like four Cosmos every night and lose weight for the last time. No, absolutely not. But can you have a glass of wine every night and lose weight? Most likely, yes. Can you have a glass of wine on a Wednesday and then three vodka sodas on a Friday and three beers on a Saturday and lose weight for the last time? Most likely, yes. The eight drinks that you are having each week are not the problem, or maybe the four drinks that you're having, or maybe if you're like some of my friends, the 12 drinks that you're having per week is really those drinks, unless they're full of sugar, like a margarita or a daiquiri or a cosmopolitan or like a lemon drop, the red wine that you're having, the couple beers you're having, they are not the problem. Alcohol becomes a problem when we use it as an excuse to eat. I want to repeat that as an excuse to eat and to eat crap food. You guys think when you drink alcohol that you can't say no. You think, oh, well, I've had three glasses of wine, so I can't say no to the chocolate. That's a lie. You can totally say no. Is it a little harder to say no after three glasses of wine? Yes, I'll give it to you. But is it impossible? Absolutely not. Okay, so let's say, for example, you have two glasses of wine and then you start with the popcorn right? It's the popcorn that's the problem. This is why alcohol is a problem because you have thoughts that when you drink alcohol that you can't say no to the popcorn. You totally can say no to the popcorn. Alcohol becomes a problem when you're hungover and you use your hangover as an excuse to eat a burrito or a double cheeseburger and a milkshake and a, I don't know, side of fries. And then you ate the burrito for breakfast, so who cares what you're having for dinner? Anyways, you guys might as well just order pizza, right? Alcohol is not the actual problem. The problem is when you use it as an excuse to eat shit food that you don't actually want to eat. If we take that popcorn example, your husband gets out the popcorn or your partner gets out the popcorn and you've had two glasses of wine, you're genuinely not hungry, but oh, it looks good. You go over there and you start snacking. You don't have to do that. I just want to show you that there's like a lot of options on the table for you, right? You don't have to go eat the popcorn. You can say to yourself, 
oh, I would really like that popcorn. That would probably taste good right now, but I'm not having it. You can totally do that. I just want to like give you your power back. Now, here's what I've experienced. I'm just going to be like totally (laughs) transparent with you guys. I have noticed that if I'm hungover, like say I've had a couple too many glasses of wine the night before and then I'm hungover, eating a burrito for me, it'd be like a grilled cheese sandwich with like a ton of fries does not make me actually feel better. It really doesn't. Maybe for a moment or two, but it doesn't like solve the hangover actually. So I want you to know that that's also a lie. Ooh, I'm hungover. I know it'll make me feel better. A big greasy blah, blah, blah. So I've tested it and now I eat a salad and I'm telling you, I actually feel better when I put healthy, nutritious food in my body when I'm hungover or, and I'll give it to you, I feel the same. Okay, so take me, I'm hungover, I eat a grilled cheese. Me, I'm hungover, I eat a salad. I feel the same sense of shittiness after eating both of those foods. Now, most of the time I actually, like I said, I feel better when I eat like a big yummy bowl or something that really has a lot of nourishment. Okay, so I want you to challenge that. And okay, let's even say that for you, a burrito makes you feel better and eating the chickpea bowl or whatever, the Mediterranean bowl makes you feel worse. It doesn't have enough grease. It doesn't give you that relief. Okay, who cares? Eat the chickpea bowl and don't feel amazing physically. It's okay. Go for a hike. You know what? I love a hike. A hike. This is becoming the hangover cure podcast. Seriously, you guys go for a hike or do a workout. Sweat that shit out. It works. Okay. So I really want to implore to you guys that alcohol itself, and maybe you do want to stop drinking or you want to lower the amount of intake. And we are going to get to that. We are going to talk about that. I really need you to know that we just use alcohol as an excuse to eat and then we overeat and then we're overweight because of that. Most likely it's really not the alcohol. Okay, you guys, so again, I just want you to know that it doesn't have to be all or nothing, right? I want you to know you have a lot of options when you're hungover, when you go out on a Saturday night, when you're feeling tired at the end of the day and you just want to breather. You have a lot of options. You can drink. You cannot drink. You can take a bath. You can get hungover. You can eat a burrito when you're hungover. You don't have to eat a burrito when you're hungover. You can eat a bowl, right? So many options on the tables. You not have to be married to your belief system and your habits, Okay, so a lot of people wanted to know what I recommend you drink if you're gonna drink. I recommend you drink wine. Not sugary, like gross, like demi-sec champagne. No, get like brute champagne. Don't be drinking like Gewürztraminer over there if it's like one of those sweet ones or like port wine, right? Just like your normal Cab Sauv, your normal good old GSM, normal red wine, your normal white wine. That should be fine for you. Or clear liquor with soda water. You know, like those ranch sodas or ranch waters or whatever. Those are getting popular now. I think it's like tequila and soda water and lime. And my girlfriend, she actually puts like a orange slice in there. I think that's a great idea. And then beer too. I actually, for me, don't love drinking beer in terms of maintaining my weight. I actually think it gives me a little bit of a bump. But typically wine, beer, and clear alcohol, and even brown alcohol too, My husband loves his, what does he like? Oh, rye. 
typically those drinks will not raise your blood sugar. And that is what I care about. It actually lowers your blood sugar, right? That's sometimes why you feel like really hungry after you've maybe drank something and you don't have food in your system. So it actually lowers your blood sugar. And again, if you drink a lot, like if I drink a margarita, that will raise my blood sugar because there's so much actual sugar in it. But things like wine or like your vodka soda, that's actually going to lower your blood sugar. So you just want, you want to be cognizant, right? You want to make sure you have food in your system and all that. You guys know that. But what I care about, right? The reason if we go back to breaking up with sugar and flour, the reason I recommend you break up with sugar and flour is because it raises your blood sugar. And when your blood sugar is elevated or when you spike your blood sugar, it cues your body to spike insulin and insulin then cues the storage of fat and the blockage of the release of the current fat on your body. Okay, so I think that people think that alcohol is a bigger problem than it is. And I'm going to have, I think I told you guys this, I'm going to have my best, 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 best friend in the whole wide world on this podcast because she was a yummy mummy. Oh my God, she's crushing it. She just keeps like losing more and more weight. And she's like, I'm already past my goal. But she keeps saying she wants to come on the podcast and talk about how she had this block for so long. She never even attempted to lose weight, you guys, because she was like, well, I'm not going to give up drinking. And I have to give up drinking if I'm going to lose weight. So I don't want that to be a barrier for you. I want you to be able to weigh what you want to weigh and have a couple drinks if you want to have a couple drinks, right? It is available to you. So what if you do want to cut back on the amount that you drink? You feel like this is too much. This is not in alignment with what I want to create. This is not giving me a net positive. Instead, this is giving me a net negative. You guys know I love that question for any activity that you're doing in your life, anything that you're doing in your life. Hey, is me drinking four drinks on a Saturday night giving me a net negative or a net positive? Overall, big picture. Is me having one glass of wine on a Tuesday night net negative, net positive? You can do it for anything that you do, right? I just love that question. It just anchors me into my truth so quickly. So if you do want to cut back on the amount that you drink, if you do decide that your drinking habit right now is giving you a net negative, I do not recommend that you go crazy. I recommend you start ridiculously slow. So if you do want to cut back on the amount that you drink, I also do not recommend that you give up sugar and drastically cut back on your drinking at the same time because alcohol and sugar are both drugs. So if you give up sugar and alcohol at the same time, your brain is going to lose its mind. Like I said before, you probably will be able to do this for you know, maybe three weeks, maybe 40 days, maybe 75 hard or, you know, whatever. You really may be able to do it, but it's not sustainable in the long run. So I really like for you to pick one, pick sugar or alcohol, or really dial in your sugar, give up sugar and kind of detox yourself off of that. You guys, you know, my clients who give up sugar, they are obsessed with the fact that they don't eat sugar. They don't even want it anymore. I teach them how to decondition that desire, that over desire for sugar. So this is for you if you're like, I'm ready. I'm really ready. I don't want you guys doing seven things at once. I don't want you to give up your Netflix habit and your Amazon shopping habit and your sugar and the alcohol all at once. So if you decide, you know what? I am drinking a little bit too much and I want to scale it back. Very, very very slowly. So that could look like maybe right now you're drinking two glasses of red wine every night. So what I would have you do is drink two glasses of red wine 
five of the seven days of the week so that your brain can get on board. And don't do two days back to back. You want it to be like ridiculously slow, like on a scale of one to 10. When you think about, okay, these are going to be my rules around alcohol. I want you to think it's about an eight or a nine in terms of ease, in terms of your ability to follow it. So how do you create rules around your drinking. Like I said, you got to be willing to start really, really small. So the first, and now this is going to sound like it's kind of backwards, but I actually really want you to sit down and decide if you want to have rules around alcohol and have your own back. If you want to have rules around alcohol, great. Have rules around alcohol. If you don't want to have rules around alcohol, decide that and have your back within that decision. Now remember, when you create rules around drugs like alcohol or like sugar, that creates freedom, okay? This is not us creating deprivation. This is not us creating over-restriction. This is not us getting you in trouble or punishing you. This is you creating rules, creating discipline so that you can create the freedom that you wanna feel in your life. Will it be a little uncomfortable at the beginning? Yes. So honoring those rules creates the life you want, right? Rules around alcohol can create freedom. Honoring those rules around alcohol can create the life that you want. That's step one. Just decide if you want to have rules. Step two, decide what your exact black and white rules are. You need to have these rules be so clear that a five-year-old could understand what the rules are. So black and white, you guys. No questions. That way, your primitive brain on Saturday night, when you're like, well, I kind of said I could have a third one. I just said drinking on Friday and Saturday night. No, 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 Get ex- so explicit. Three drinks, two drinks, whatever, or drink whatever I want whenever I want on Friday and Saturday night. That's step two. Decide your exact rule. Step three. And you guys can go and refer back to my podcast that talk about this, but I talk about in a previous podcast, compelling reasons. So I want you to create 20 reasons as to why you want to honor these rules. Why do you want to cut back on your drinking? And then number four, create 20 obstacles that could get in the way of you honoring the rules, your alcohol protocol, so to speak. What are 20 obstacles that could get in the way? Your best friend saying, oh, come on. Oh, you're no fun. And then from there, I want you to create strategies to overcome each obstacle. No, I'm totally fun what is she even talking about yeah I can still toast her with my soda and lime I can still have so much fun I can be so engaged I can be an even better friend so those are the four steps if you do want to cut back and then some bonus work is I really want you looking at the thoughts that are causing you to drink in the first place oh my god I really deserve it I just really want it. It's been such a rough day. Oh, I'm not going to be fun if I don't drink this. I want you to examine some of those thoughts. Are they true? No, they're not even true. What could you replace them with that you believe even more so? I also love the hack of really think about how you want to feel the next day or when you get home from the event or when you're going to bed. How do you want to feel? One word. This is really going to help you so that you can honor your word. I love this hack. Oh yeah, I want to feel energized and light and alive tomorrow. Two glasses of wine is perfect for me tonight. It's also really helpful, you guys, if you do get hungover, 
to remember that you chose this. So say you decide, okay, Saturday night, I'm allowed to have three beers. And then the next day you do feel a little hungover. I don't want you to beat yourself up. You chose this. You chose to have three beers. I'm not saying you don't change your behavior in the future, but if you're beating yourself up, you won't change anything. Just notice like, oh, well, I totally chose to have this hangover. It's so much more empowering, right? And just understand that you can look at it as a data point, as good information, and you can take that information to move forward as you evolve. And then lastly, don't change your rules for at least two weeks and don't change it to make it harder if your rule is two glasses of wine every night or three glasses of wine on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. I don't want you changing your rules for at least two weeks until you have created the skill of honoring your word. First practice honoring your word. Don't ever change it to make it harder. Just keep trying to honor the original rules that you created. And that's why I'm saying make those original rules very easy to honor. Very easy, stupid easy to honor. You're like, there's no way I can't honor this. That's how easy they should be in the beginning. And then slowly but surely, if you want to, you can update them, but not until you've got two weeks of honoring your word. And then you can start to add on if you want to. So I really hope that this answered a lot of your questions around alcohol. Please send me any more questions you might have around alcohol. And pretty please with a cherry on top, like I said before, Go to tribute.co forward slash yummy dash mummy and submit your video. Again, we're not going to use your videos. You don't have to even tell us your name. We don't have to use your name, but we want to hear from you guys. What are you celebrating? What have you learned? How has this impacted your life? Tell us even just one little tidbit. It's fun for you too, because you're like, oh wow, all that time I listened to podcasts, that's really been serving me. (laughs) Okay. I am going to let you guys go. You know what your homework is, right? I just gave you all kinds of stuff. Decide, do you want to make rules or not? Do not be adding 17 things to your list. If it's time, you'll know it's time. If you know it's too much and you're adding too much to your plate, you'll know. Trust yourself. Have the best week ever. I cannot wait to continue to celebrate our one-year anniversary podcast party. I've loved so much being with you guys. So this is kind of the first part. And then there's going to be more to the podcast party in the coming weeks. We are going to celebrate all the way to November 30th. Thank you guys again. And I'm just so humbled and so grateful that you've been on this journey with me and that you've listened for a year or two months or six months or whatever it's been for you. I freaking love you more than you know. Okay. Bye. Hey, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you rated, reviewed, and subscribed in Apple Podcasts. And if you've enjoyed listening, you have to come check out the Yummy Mummy Experience. It is my proven course and group coaching program where we take all this material to the next level. And yep, you guessed it, lose weight for the last time. So if this is something that you want, head to lauraconley.com and click work with me. The best part, it comes with a body back or money back guarantee. And of course, you guys, if you haven't gotten your free podcast listener gift, head to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. There are three weight loss hacks inside this gift that I am so excited to share with you. These are the three things that I do every day and my clients do every day to lose and maintain their weight. So head to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. If you guys don't know how to spell Lara Conley, it's just L-A-U-R-A 
C-O-N-L-E-Y. I will see you there.